Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Soundcheck. The stories behind the chorus. Welcome to Soundcheck. Now we've got JB, who is a rapper from Oklahoma City. JB is also one of the operators for Tower Theater, a local music venue. He's also a big time foodie. He even has his own Instagram page, which we will talk about in just a bit. He's a community activist. We featured him on KFOR many times. Um, college professor as well at ACM at UCO. He's a radio host. He's an entrepreneur, which we'll also talk about in just a bit, about a new business venture and a father of three, so basically he's extremely busy. JB, yeah. how do you sleep at night? <laughs> do you sleep just at night? Just a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> you were so busy, I was trying to like go online and look look at all the different things that you do on a regular basis, and I was hoping that I, I got it all, and I don't even know if I did, so I don't even know to, where to start. Um, I guess let's start with rap music though yeah. that's that's kind of that's where it all started i think so yeah yeah let's start with that so how did you start rapping um i guess i like rap music or hip-hop music has always been in our house since i was a kid um both my parents listen to rap music like my mom wake us up getting ready for work and she you know have her have her system you know blasting like Pac or something like that so um, so Tupac was like a big oh, yeah. influence for you. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like whenever Tupac died, it was like losing a family member, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I started writing raps just as a little kid in elementary school, you know, like seven, seven, seven years old. I started like actually recording music um, in high school, like fifteen, sixteen. Uh, we would make, you know, go and record a song and then take it to school, pass it around, let people hear it. Um, this is back in like CD days. Yeah, <laughs> burn a CD. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, you burn like fifty CDs and you pass it around, uh, or even uh, we probably even did tapes a couple times too. But um, so that um, was kind of like just the beginning, and then from there, just you know, meeting people who in the city who were already doing what I wanted to do, and um, you know, them helping me. Uh, you know, learning how to, you know, get on shows, throw shows, network, um, travel, and stuff like that, so. How old were you when you had your first concert or show? Um, probably 16. 16 years yeah. old. And, you know, people in Oklahoma, they, they, they see your name playing all over Oklahoma, but you really go all over mm-hmm. the country. Yeah. Talk a little bit about... Um, some of, uh, I know you've recorded with some big artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about that and just kind of your presence outside of Oklahoma. Yeah, it's, I mean, um, you know, I always tell, you know, people, um, rap, other musicians, rappers from here, like being from Oklahoma is not necessarily like a bad thing if you get out because you, you get out and you go to places like Atlanta or New York, you know, L.A., these um these big like urban hip hop uh, markets and um, 
you're the only person from Oklahoma. So like, no matter what, you had that that one that upper hand, you know. This makes you stand yeah, out. Yeah. So even when I remember I did sway in the morning, the other dude who rapped with me that day, I felt like I felt like he he was way better than me. But he was from New York, and they've been hearing that. You know, that's all they ever hear is rappers like that from New York. So whenever, um, you know, I went and I talked about being from Oklahoma and then hearing what I was saying, I think it was like, dang, okay, like it's, it was definitely a new perspective, I, I feel like, or a new, um, just something different than they weren't always used to. So yeah, I think it helps, you know, um, and then just, you know, also building a network of artists, you know. Yeah, you might have some people who, who just will automatically feel like just because from Oklahoma you don't know or you um, might not be good. But if you're good and you do know, then, you know, you can show them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's you definitely You make them helped. take you seriously. Yeah, and I've, and I've also realized, like, all those places, like, you know, LA, New York, Atlanta, all them places that people are from here trying to get, you know, them fools is trying to get here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I realize, like, all, no matter where I go, like, they saying, man, we gotta get to Oklahoma City. Like, we gotta get over, you know what I mean? Like, and with, with even with like touring, like, this is a, like one of the best places to be because you can get to, you know, several different cities and several different states within like eight to ten hours. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like all the it's Texas, a, man. That's a that's a that's a tour. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. So um, once you like kind of like learn those those things and uh, realize like it's there's a way to like use being here as an advantage, then it's easy. Um, it's a lot of. I mean, it's a hard, it's hard work to be a musician anyway. Yeah. I mean, you've put in a lot of hard work, long hours, sacrificing like, like time. Like that's like just like for instance, for this album, for um, what I'm working on right now, I'm gonna have to go um, to um, I have to go to uh, Arizona for like two or three weeks to finish recording it and. You know, um, I'm trying to make sure I'm I'm not there and missing my daughter's birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff yeah. like that. You know, is really you know when it really gets hard and you like the hours and stuff and all that. You know, you kind of like you know wish you know uh, it was a little bit different. But um, but you know, I always say, man, like I I, I can't. I can't get tired. I can't say, you know, I can't, I'm tired or complaining, like, you know, because if, if that's how I feel, this ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? And um, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, I, you know, I try not to ever, you know, uh, say I'm tired. If I do, I'm not telling nobody, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> I, um, I never complain or feel like, you know, it's too much work. You know, I was, um, real quick, I was listening to a radio interview one time, and I feel like this, it was a, he was a, at the time, like a fairly known, like up and coming rapper, and he was on tour, and he was on uh, Shade 4 5 for an interview, and he, he had stopped there on his tour. And, and the, that interview was in the morning time, so it's probably like eight in the morning. And, uh, they're interviewing him, and the whole time they're like, you wanna spit a freestyle? And the whole time he's complaining about, you know, how how uh, tired he is and how, you know, he been on tour and he had to come do this interview and he don't feel like freestyling. And I'm thinking, man, it's people that would kill to be on tour and be able to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, to this do ain't, what you're doing this right ain't, now. you on there crying and complaining. I said, man, like, this ain't for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, like, just hearing stuff like that just always, like, you know, 
uh, it helps me check myself because I man, I don't want to be that kind of person. So. Yeah, things we take for granted. Yeah, you, you know? know. I mean, yeah, I so. think we all do it at, at times, but you definitely shouldn't do it in a public forum yeah, like on exactly, a radio yeah. show. So you did mention that you are working on a new album called This World is So Fragile and Cruel. I'm glad I got you. So I would love to play yeah. a song from it. Okay, nobody has played this before, so. Is this the first? Yeah, I haven't, I know, like, no, I haven't let anybody hear any of the songs yet, so, unless you're in the studio with me, so. So tell us what, what is this song and what's it about? Uh, this song is called Birth Name, and really it's just, um, you know, whenever I die, you know, my um, my tune will say something different, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. you're hearing it first right here on Soundcheck. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jordan played with the flu. Tupacalypse Now came out in 92. Melly Mel wrote the message. Chuck Berry got arrested. I was daydreaming about the afterlife. At the after party, thinking about the sacrifice. I want the chance to take chances. I want that feeling you feel when you feel like a million bucks. Money in my pocket, trying to live it up. But Lord, I give it, Lord, take it. I'll hold sacred. There's no difference. Because I just want my hands to stop shaking and my eyes to stop twitching. I just want to really trust my brother. One hand and make a deal and take a swing with the other. I wanted more money and the problems. Problem solved, never get the law involved, yeah. I used to want my hair like Dice Effects. And never being scared made my mom stress. One day my whole life changed. I got a whole life and I ain't never been the same. I'ma be alright, yo, I promise. If I can just get through all these comments. I guess I'm tethered to it, better do it. Doomsday, my tomb say my birth name. Michael Jordan played with the flu. Tupacalypse Now came out in 92. Melly Mel wrote the message. Chuck Berry got arrested. Try to close your eyes and divide time. I got my kids trying to share mine. 24 hours trying to multiply. Tomorrow ain't promised, so subtract mine. Living in the skin, yo, it's so divine. The melanin within, how my soul designed. Yeah. Some real nigga shit. I'm a star, a real nigga shit. Money counter, money folder, money holder. More money in my pockets when I'm older. I used to dream of being rich. My homegirl never dreamed she'd be the sick. Yeah, I can never be a mayor. I got a jail cell nature. iPhone 10 to a next tail pager. You settling for less, so I'm giving you more. Giving in for dividends, the sentiment's torn. Lord willing, we got plenty clips. Stay grinding till I deliver it. Don't adore you, they just backdoor you. Blood will never make a person loyal. Never made an effort, I gave an F. Talking about I'm special and one of the best. Doomsday, my tomb say my birth name. Michael Jordan played with the flu. Tupacalypse Now came out in 92. Melly Mel wrote the message. Chuck Berry got arrested. Michael Jordan played with the flu. Tupacalypse Now came out in 92. Melly Mel wrote the message. Chuck Berry got arrested.
that was birth name from the upcoming album this world is so fragile and cruel i'm glad i got you which hopefully will be coming out next yeah year. i'm thinking um like march april okay so, there has to be a big release for it then you have to let us know yeah january february maybe if um yeah february march ish okay yeah. Okay, so I did notice too uh, online you've been posting a lot of food. Yeah. A lot, like and making me extremely jealous. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about. <laughs> you have a, an Instagram account and it's basically focuses on food and it, it was about cake. Yeah. <laughs> because you love cake. Yeah. So I want like initially I wanted to do I want to do JB likes cake and I was like man like I just because I you know. Um, I, I love cake. Like, what kind? That wait, buttercream icing, or do you like? Was the whipped cream icing? Uh, whipped cream icing for sure. Um, I like I like buttercream too. Um, one of my favorite cakes here in Oklahoma is uh, the the mousse at La Baguette. Oh yeah. And then there's a guy. He used to make cakes at um, at Cuppies, mm -hmm. and I had him make me a couple cakes a few times. Uh, he makes like this. It's really good in the summertime. It's like a like a whipped cream with like um, fruit. Like it's it's yeah. amazing, yo. Is so, it is it cake cake or is it pie type? Cake? It's cake. It's cake. He just adds like a whipped um, like 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 a lot of whipped icing on it. It's dope. So you know who bomb. else has really good cake? Is uh, Cafe Five Hundred One. I've heard that. I haven't had that cake yet. It's buttercream and it is thick. For I real? mean, it is decadent. So just okay. that, but I love it. So, yeah, so I need strawberry to go. cake. I need to go. So I so initially it was supposed to be all cakes and then I was like I like you know burgers too I like sushi too I like you know mm -hmm. and I felt like um, I felt like if I'm actually going to create um, a a following then um, I should do more you know and um, so I just made it to JB Likes Food because I want to to branch out and like, cause I, I, I love, you know, rapping and doing shows and stuff, but like, I want to do a, I want to do just events that focus around food. Like I'm working on a, um, on a macaroni and cheese, uh, food crawl, macaroni and cheese crawl, you know, um, that I want to do. Uh, so just stuff like that, that, uh, Oh my God, sounds so. And then you have yeah. a first Saturday brunch too. Yeah, so I do a first Saturday brunch every first Saturday, and I pick a different um, location. We had, and, and I'll send out depending on the size of the, the size of the location that I'm that I'm partnering with. Um, I'll send out just random invites, like you know, a little bit, like a week or so before, and um, you know, invited people to come. And the idea is just to come have brunch and sit with somebody you don't know, get That's to know cool. them, uh, hang out, and uh, you know, promote the local business and um, on your social media and promote that you came to the first Saturday brunch and uh, talk about it and um, just build a community with people who like to eat and have brunch with you. I, well, I'm glad you invited me because I do love to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially so. brunch. Um, and JB loves food so much, he's opening up his own restaurant. Yeah. Talk a little bit about it. It's uh, it's Groundhouse Burgers, right? Yes. So Groundhouse Burgers is a is a concept a friend of mine in, in L.A. His name is Andy Wynn has. And we initially, you did, I think did the story where we were going to do um, the pokey concept. And we decided to... Um, to change it to the burger concept and um which i think is way better i think especially for where we're going to be at and yeah um, what okie doesn't like a burger you know? yeah and so yeah and, and um and we have i mean like 
we like we have in and out here we don't have in and out huh no we so don't. like and it, you know what i mean so like uh like i guess the best way i can describe it is like you know in and out um with like a, a in and out style but with um like bigger burgers you know what i'm saying Yum. so it's gonna be tight in northeast oklahoma city northeast on 23rd street so it's right right between rhode island and hood uh you know right where i grew up at and um uh yeah so we just got we got the keys like last week and we're working on um you know the the design for the build out and hopefully start building it out next month and nice. you know We'll make sure y'all let the soft opening and stuff, of course. Thank you. But um, <laughs> we'd love to be. We have this. We have this. Um, one thing I'm excited about. We have this uh, uh, French fry roulette, and it's like you know we have all these different French fries in this roulette wheel. So you have uh, waffle fries, sweet potato, sweet potato fries, um, potato tots, like every you know all of them. Then like all these. Then like every single sauce. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's it's gonna that be dope. Amazing. It's gonna be dope. So. And you you pick Northeast Oklahoma City because you're from Northeast Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you do a lot um, of advocating for Northeast yeah. Oklahoma City. Um, what do you hope to see, or what do you hope the future of Northeast Oklahoma City will look like? Um, I just hope that the future, it, it there's um, it still looks like us. I hope that in the future that there is a um, there's a good um, there's a way to identify that this is a historical black side of town. Um, I know that you know in the future the the likelihood of it just being all black isn't uh, probably not gonna happen. It wasn't even all black when I was growing up there. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. but it was definitely. Um, the largest uh, population of the of black community in Oklahoma City, yeah. and, and so there's I, a lot of history. Yeah, and so like we want to. Um, I was talking with Victoria, who owns Florence's, before I came here, and um, and you know, we want to really try to tell all those stories somehow. So whenever you're whenever you're in the neighborhood and you're you know on Twenty Thirty or on the East Side, like. You're getting those those stories and the history of it, you know. Like for instance, um, you know, Fourth Street, the Innovation District, Deep Deuce, all those all those places uh, were thriving um, black communities at one point, you know. Mm-hmm. And now you go to Fourth Street, the Innovation District, or um, you know, even now, like going towards JFK uh, neighborhood, there's no way to even know we were ever there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It's like, I mean, on 4th Street, there's a, the old theater there, yeah. which they want to they want to get that preserved. But then, I don't know if yeah, they just tore that, down all the buildings yeah, or so, what. It's just empty land. Yeah, right? and my grandma had a beauty shop right there on 4th, too, you know, when I was oh. a kid. Um, so I want to um, just tell preserve that as much as I can and have businesses and places where, you know, the community can afford to... Um, to shop there, can afford to eat there. They can go in and get a job there if they want to. And if you go in to eat or go in to uh, shop there, like the people who work there look like you, you know what I'm saying? I think that that's important. I think if if we can do that, then uh, it would be good. Yeah, be awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, um, thank you for having me. Go to mynameisjb.com. It's J-A-B-E-E. 
for more information on JB and all mm -hmm. of his upcoming uh, ventures <laughs> and events and concerts and, and everything. Um, but I do want to end on your EP, uh, Thy Will Be Done. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the song called Watch What You Say. Yeah. Why'd you want to pick this one? Uh, just because, like, you know, that was that EP I did. I did a three-part EP. Uh, the first one I did in like 2012, then I did one in 2013, and we waited, and that one came out in 2017 or 2018, I think. But the first one was called um, As It Is In Heaven. The second one was called Deliver Us From Evil. And then this one was called That Will Be Done. So um, we're definitely like playing off of a theme. Mm -hmm. And, um, and really, uh, I want people to kind of like revisit that, you know, because I feel like the producer who, who produced those EPs is, is really dope. And um, I think it was the, the most current piece of work I have before my album. So awesome. OK, well, thanks for joining us. And I can't wait to see you at Groundhouse Burgers. Yes. One of your brunches or just out and about. Um, and here you go. It's Watch What You Say on Soundcheck. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, don't get offended Face all flustered and your breath all winded I don't be getting it, opinion got you undid If you can't forget it, then stay off the internet Full frontal lobe, slay all day Different perspectives, jump off the bandwagon Sideways, quick to come surf on my wave all depends on how you behave. Like good grades equal takeout Fridays. Caring too much about what others say. I can't. Taking my time in the digital divide. 25 to get per month. I do just fine. All getting in the world sad because someone you don't know that. Nobody makes it for you. You must draw that line. Taking some air, realign, and realize when they bring the insanity. Just decline. Watch what you say, but it died. Watch what you say, but it's about. Watch what you say.